Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the One Thing Applied podcast. I'm Matt, and this is not just a podcast, but kind of a social experiment, one that I hope some of you will join me in. I'll be running this podcast in conjunction with a blog of the same name. This is where I get to interview some of my favorite people in the world, pick their brains, find out a little bit more about what makes them tick. But mainly, I'm going to rob them of their habits and nuggets of advice and apply them to my otherwise messy but busy life. For those of you that don't know me, I'm a 44-year-old male, married twice, recently fathered to twin girls. I also have an 11-year-old son. I'm a personal trainer, a coach, a business owner, and co-founder of the Hangar Human Performance Center in Cardiff. I love to find new ways to work, to live, to train, to streamline life, to get the best from myself and others, hence this podcast, just so you know. I meditate daily. I lift heavy things up daily. I get at least 12,000 steps in. I read one new thing every day. I look for something different daily, the subtle change in the season, the way the wind rustles in a particular tree or the color of its leaves, or seeing the change of my girls as they take in the new world around them. Today, it's the warmth of the sun through a window, but it's always one new thing. I want you to follow me on this journey, be my support network, find truths you didn't know existed, hear from people that you wouldn't necessarily follow or have heard of. You may well have heard of them, but this is 2020 and everyone has an opinion, but the guests I have chosen I trust for guidance and support and the knowledge I think they can apply to all of our lives. You may also hear from some friends of mine. After all, it's an open forum of middle-aged learning without the school part. For now, this is the One Thing Applied Podcast. I first knew of Mark around eight years ago when an ad popped up on Facebook about his boot camp. I was working at a chain gym and this guy had the freedom of working in the parks. It was said that his banter was legendary and along with that legend was that at one point he was a UK garage promoter. Now fast forward five years and I'd moved on to an independent gym, the fitness factory run by Mike Parsons, and this is when Treggs came into view for the very first time. He had energy like he'd never seen, and he drank a lot less caffeine than most. He's a genuinely top gent, he loved the Facebook Live and he was always generous with his time. Now Mark is a 41 year old trainer and founder of the 30 plus men's fitness. Since founding it in 2010, 30 Plus Men's Fitness has helped tens of thousands of over 30s men improve health and fitness via Treg's home bodyweight and kettlebell workouts. At one stage, 30 Plus had 10 boot camps across the UK, but these days its major presence is online. Mark's goal has always been and will continue to be to show men over the age of 30, 40 and 50 that their age shouldn't be a limiting factor and that with the right lifestyle and mindset it is possible to come fitter and leaner at this stage of life than many of us were in our 20s. Treggs loves Sarah. He has two incredible young lads that despite his workload he always has energy for. He manages to convey his natural energy from his screen to thousands of men daily. He has desires to be an MC his story is an inspiration, one born of necessity, market gaps, and friendship. I'm going to leave it at that. The full transcript will be available on www.theonethingappliedpodcast.wordpress.com.
Uh, welcome to the podcast, man. Really appreciate it. I'm, I'm tra- I, like I said in my Insta story this morning, I'm normally the one doing the, uh, doing the interviews. So no, it's, it's nice to, um, to be interviewed. First thing I want to know, mate, is how you came about 30 plus men's fitness. Oh gosh, how I set it up. So, yeah. um, well, basically I'd been in the industry about four years. So yeah. I did a whole career change when I was 27, became a personal trainer and, um, I set up a personal training business called Fitness and Motivation. Okay, and um, I was like, probably just how you started out, mate. I was doing. I originally started out, um, you know, doing home visits, driving around. I had a little van with my Swiss ball in and like my boxing gloves and all that kind of stuff. I'd do some in the gym, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And I start. I was doing like outdoor sessions at the wharf and things like that. And I, and I got busy really fast. And we're talking about fourteen years ago now. So. Uh, I was doing Google AdWords. I was doing flyer drops. Mm. No real Facebook ads. I just got on Facebook like like everyone else. Um, and what happened was is I got busy really quickly to the point that I was doing seven days a week. Yeah. And and I never got into the industry to like I want to make money. I want. I, I had been lost for years, and then I then I was like right. I kind of like, I've, I've had this call and I wanted to get into the fitness industry and I just wanted to do something I loved because I was 27 at the time. And I said to myself, if I turn 30 and I've got no direction in life I, and I just put this pressure on myself. So I got busy quick. And then all of a sudden I'm going, I've got this great business, but I've got no life. I'm like literally doing seven days a week and we've all been there, right? We love what we do. We absolutely love what we do. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but then all of a sudden you are just completely burnt out. And I mean, I was probably having eight to 10 coffees a day and, it, and I was just completely smashed. So every now and again, I'd down tools and I'd go back home to the Forest of Dean to stay with my nan, God, God rest her soul, passed away a few years ago. But I just used to sit and, be, and just get myself together. And I was like, this is cool, but what happens when you have a family? Like you've, you've, got, to, you've got to be a bit smarter about this, okay? So at the time, I was following a couple of internet marketers in the States. You may have heard of them. So there was um, Bedros Killian and um, Steve Hockman. They were original partners in yeah, Fit Body yeah, yeah. Uh, Bedros still does Fit Body Bootcamp. And those guys were talking about do boot camps. Uh, the boot camp model was huge in the States. So if you do boot camps, you can work less, you can train more people, and you can charge less. I was like, okay, cool. Now I dabbled a bit in doing a boot camp on a Saturday, but it was more of like a give back to my original PT clients. And anyone would turn up, they'd pay a couple of quid. And it was basically like an extra session I was putting on myself. And you wasn't re- I wasn't really sure if people would turn up, et cetera. So I was also listening to a guy called Chris McCombs, who had a, Chris is amazing. I love that guy, American guy. His original blog was called Kickback Life. He started talking about, becoming a niche master, become a niche master. And I was thinking to myself, so I was listening, like Bedros and Steve were talking about boot camps. I was listening to Chris McCombs talking about becoming a niche master. And I was thinking, well, if I niched my personal training business down, yeah, sure, I'm burnt out right now. But if I niched my personal training business down, I'd have no clients. Um, And I was thinking, what do I want to niche in? I mean, I'm anti-postnatal trained, but I don't really fancy doing 30 <laughs> hours of anti-postnatal training. A week. And then, so I, these ideas were just swimming around in my head. And I remember 31 years old, that moment, I was living with a friend because I'd just come out of a relationship. And I was just, I remember just relaxing on a Saturday afternoon on the sofa and it came to me, boom, I'm 31. 
I feel better than ever. I'd struggled in my 20s. I've been a personal trainer four years. Um, I wonder how many guys in their 30s probably feel the opposite. Because I'd struggled in my 20s. That's what had led me to become a personal mm. trainer. And I was 31. I was like the leanest I'd been in uh, ages. You know, I was big into my paleo and my CrossFit and all that. And I was like, it's something for over 30s men. It's, it's a class. I, I don't know. And I had been to so many circuits classes over the years where you turn up, you pay your money and you, you have a good workout, but nobody talks to you. You're just a number. Nobody talks to you. And I was like, A, I wonder how many busy over 30s men are feeling like their best days are behind them. And B, what if we could give them an experience when they walk in, they go, this is fucking awesome. Can I swear? Can I swear? Yeah, I mean, you can, you can say what you want. Like I said, nothing, yeah. nothing is off, off, off count here. Yeah. So. so this is fucking awesome. So I just went, Right, it, it's a boot camp, and, and I did a status update on Facebook. I'm looking for 10 over 30s men in Cardiff. I've got something for you. And that was it. And 30 plus boot camp was born in May, Cardiff in May 2010. I actually remember that flashing up. This, I'm going to talk about really? that. because Yeah, yeah, because wow. I, I remember thinking, I've never seen an ad like that. And, I, I, and it's, it was so direct and so targeted, such yeah. a, a small audience. Because yeah. at the time, whereas I, I was two or three years deep in my personal training yeah. career. Yeah. I was in, at DW Sports Fitness, hating it. It yeah. was, you know, I was, I was churning the clients. I was super busy. I mean, I was doing 30, 40, 50 hours a week at some mm. points, but mm. I remember thinking, that's an absolutely genius idea. <laughs> I did not know how to go around it. And like you said, you're talking about burning out. And at yeah. that point, I was thinking, shit, man, I'm putting in masses of hours and you, were, were friends in parks and it just seemed an absolutely perfect model. I think the thing is, Matt, is like when we get into this industry, like I came into it from a completely different industry and all of a sudden you're doing something you love and it doesn't feel like work, but you don't get told about the burnout. You don't get told about becoming a busy fool. You don't get told about the unsociable hours, you know, the 5 a.m. alarms, the 9 p.m. finishes. Nobody tells you about that. So even though I was loving what I was doing as a busy personal trainer, I was actually ending up starting to resent some of it, but it was all my own doing. It was all my own fault. So it was only when I took a step back and thought, I've got to be smarter here. And I started to just follow these bloggers in the States. And that's what inspired me to set it up. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing feeling, bud. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm like Bob Proctor says, Bob Proctor from a book, contributed to a book called The Secret, Big Influence in My Life. Mm. Um, I went to Arizona to one of his courses. He said, it all starts with an idea. It all starts with an idea. Nobody gives you permission, right? You know, I'm just a kid from Gloucester who was chubby in school. And, you know, what, why should I be able to set up a, a business compared to, and it's about doing, it's about having that idea and then taking that action. Let's talk about gratitude because I think that, that's something that people need to start applying to their life. Um, and I was going to ask you about, yeah, I was just going to ask about routines. Do you, do you have um, like a meditation routine? Do you have gratitude routines? Is, is there stuff that you follow every single day? So, you know, from the moment you w open your eyes, do you have the same routine? So let's talk about gratitude. Gratitude changed my life in a heartbeat. Okay, let me give you a little bit of a backstory. So I used to be a nightclub promoter from the eight. That's why I'm more like, a, you know, I do a bit of the old MCing and messing around. Um, but from the age of sort of nine, during uni, up to the age of about 23, 24, I was organizing music events. It was great, it was a good time in my life, some bad times as well, it was part of my life. But 
I got tired of just doing gigs and working on weekends and there was a lot of pressure. I lost money and I earned money. And I remember just being sort of 25, between sort of 25 and 27, I just had a friend who was a self-employed courier and I went, get us a job, mate. I said, I'm done being a nightclub promoter. I sold my, I had a polo car at the time, bought a van. And next thing I was delivering parcels around the, the valleys, which was a complete contrast, but I just wanted to do something where I, people weren't bothering me and asking for freebies and all that kind of shit. Cause a nightclub game is just full of people taking a piss. Basically. I remember getting into this job and at first it was fine, but then I fucking ended up hating it. And then my van was always breaking down and, um, I was overweight and I was angry and I was like thinking to myself, I've got a fucking degree I'm better than this. I've gone from fucking being a top boy or organizing events and I'm now fucking breaking down on the A470 on the way from fucking picking up Hoovers in Merthyr. And I, I was getting really angry and fucked off with my life. And, and I thought the world owed me a favor. And I remember I'd, that was probably when I started to hit a bit of depression uh, at that stage in my life, my late sort of 20s. I was with a girl at the time, fucking wonderful girl. She was a great support. We're actually still friends now. She's married with kids. We were together for a decade. She was amazing. Um, but I must have been a real prick to live with. And I just felt the world owed me a favor. <clears throat> and then one day, my mum handed me a book called The Secret by Rhonda Byrne, along with the audio. And she said, have a listen to this. And you got to understand, right, the person you see now, the person you're talking to now, that was not me before I read this book. I was a complete opposite. And so when people say, oh, that woo-woo shit, it doesn't work. It's just, it's like, I am fucking living proof, mate. If you met me in my late 20s, my, my early, my, my mid to late 20s, you would be like, wow, this guy's got a chip on his shoulder. He think the world owes him a favor. So I remember putting the CD in and it's quite Americanized and it's all like kind of like spiritual music in the background. I was like... What the fuck is this shit? And I remember just getting a book, slinging it, turning off the audio. And then life continued to be shit for me. And then I was driving my van and I thought to myself, what have I got to lose? Okay, so the, the secret teaches you about the law of attraction and starting with being grateful. So yeah, I had a shit van that was breaking down. Yeah, I wasn't a top boy doing nightclub promotions anymore. Um... But actually, I was grateful that I was alive. I was grateful I had a great girlfriend. I was grateful I had a roof over my head. And I started to change my thoughts. And here's the thing. Because I was driving a van, it did have its benefits. So during that time, I taught myself Spanish. I was listening to Spanish CDs in the car, and I went back to uni and learned Spanish. But added to that as well, I was able to listen to more of this self-development, and it would sink in. And then I was thinking, if I start doing positive affirmations – Nobody's going to know and think I'm an idiot because I'm on my own in my van. Like, what have I got to fucking lose here? What have I? This is why I always say to people who practice gratitude, you don't have to run around the house beating your chest going, I am grateful, I am powerful. You can do it in your head, all right? So I started to practice gratitude. I started to think every day and I started to visualize every day and I started to have positive thoughts. And then was when the idea of becoming a personal trainer came about. And then I... When I qualified as a PT and then when I started to study these fitness internet marketers in the States and set up my boot camps, I got heavily fucking into it. Heavily. I'm talking about like I would have notes written down all around my house. Okay. I am a successful fitness entrepreneur. I am fit. I am healthy. I'm happy. You know, money flows to me quickly and easily. Um, life is abundant everywhere to the point that when my, I first met Sarah and she came to my flat, she probably thought I was a bit of a fucking nutter. Because people do, right? 
people do. Um, uh, and then when I moved in, when we moved in together, she was like, you can't put all that stuff on the fridge, right? Just keep it. <laughs> you know, because some people ain't into it and that's fine. And that's fine. But, but I have practiced it. Let me just close this door. Um, so, so I practiced it. I'm not going to say religiously. I'm going to say on and off, right? Over the last 13 to 14 years. And my life has changed 360 degrees, mate, on his head. Like, I am so grateful for the life I've got now. Like, life is just so fruitful. Life's so abundant. Like, it, I attracted my missus into my life using law of attraction. Um, I've earned, like, numbers I would have never dreamed of using law of attraction. I've been places I've never dreamed of using law of attraction and being grateful. And guess what? The times I haven't used it, life hasn't always been so fruitful. So the more I use it, the more I use it, the more wonderful my life becomes. And, and, but, but I'm going to get deeper into that in a minute as well, because you know, you can do all this in your head. It doesn't have to be a routine where you're, and I have done some guided meditation, bit, bit difficult at the minute being home with two boys, but this can just be from when you wake up in the morning and you just come into and you just go, like, I've got this thing. I just say, I'm I, every day in my head, I just go, I'm just so fucking grateful for this life. I love this game so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I just, I just love it. Thank you. Thank you. I'm just so grateful to do what I do. And it's just, it's just amazing. Thank you. And I just say it in my head. I say it in the shower. I don't go around bellowing it out, but I just say it. I say it during live workouts. I'll say it after a workout. It's just something that is ingrained. And it's just something I do. And it changes your life, mate. I want to move on now, mate, if that's okay. Uh, just to the three questions that I, I really, really want to ask you. Um, this, these three questions, these are, are what I'm, I'm going to take forward now with this whole uh, podcast. Okay, so it's the One Thing Applied podcast. Yep. And I want to talk to you about the things that, people can apply to their life and also something that you want me to apply to mine because for the next 52 weeks, mate, I've got to live this. All right. <laughs> okay. okay. So, um, love it, mate. Love it. You know, all this will yeah. be with the, uh, with the blog. It'll also be on YouTube and uh, as much as I can on Instagram and, and the social media. First thing I came into yeah. the industry, you know, as a personal trainer 14 years ago, yeah. if you knew then, what you know now, what would you have done differently? Um, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have flapped so much about um, uh, trying to impress the client <clears throat> with each workout and with science and all that. Because as we've already discussed, okay. The client wants the destination. They want to feel good. That's the destination is the weight loss and the feeling good. Um, and I almost had this perception of, because I was getting into the industry and I was like, didn't feel good about myself. But, you know, I thought when I went to my um, personal training course, everyone would be 18 with abs. You know, I had anxiety about it. I was 27. I wasn't in shape. Uh, and, you know, I went there and everyone was all shapes and sizes and, and, and my anxieties went straight away. And you kind of, you almost build the clients up in your head initially that they're going to be better than you and judging you and all these kind of things. Clients are as nervous. The clients are nervous. They've made the big step to come there. So understanding that 
they're just normal people. Your clients are normal people and they've got their own hangups. They've got their own anxieties and they just want to feel good. And if you can make them feel good, you don't have to dazzle them with, you know, fucking standing on a wobble board, doing a lateral raise with one dumbbell and tapping your head. It's just about getting them to feel good and taking them on that journey. Um, Right. Second question. Uh, This, this is where we're going to get quite deep. All right. So what habit now this is, this could be life business, spiritual, or social, or anything, um, but something that's had the most impact on your life and your success uh, that you've applied daily. I think we we might have touched on it even, but uh, something that maybe you want me to apply to mine. So I think you probably do it already. Well, I'm sure you do, but it's just the gratitude. The gratitude is the absolute key. But from the minute I wake up in the morning and I stretch, I'm like, thank you. Thank you so much for this life. I love this game. Um, you know, good things are coming my way. You know, um, I'm healthy. Um, you know, um, love what I do. Thank you for my health. Thank you for wealth. Thank you. And I, so I constantly giving thanks all the time. And I don't necessarily write it down. I'm just saying it. It's just internal dialogue. Even when I'm coaching, when I'm doing a live workout, if I'm out running, if I'm out walking with the kids and the dogs, because it's just, I just love it. And I just want more of that to flow. Okay. It's not too much to ask. I just want more of that to flow. And another thing is, I was always told this from, from the beginning is become a man of value. If you can add value, okay, become a man of value. So every day I try to add value, just like you're doing now, buddy, you know, with your content, putting it out there, become a man of value. Don't expect anything in return. It, it will come, but just provide value and the universe will look after you. Like I know the universe is always going to look after me. You know, sometimes we can take ourselves to the darkest places. I'm sure there's a quote saying, I've been to some bad places in my life. I think it's Mark Twain. And a lot of them weren't even real. And it talks about the, the places we go in our head. And, um, you know, some of the times I've, I've, you know, building this business, you lay awake and you're like, oh God, am I going to end up? And it's like, you wake up in the morning, you're like, mm. fuck, what was all that about? Just keep providing value. The universe is going to look after you. Don't worry. Provide value. Be grateful. Amazing. You're always going to be looked after. That's absolutely lush, mate. I'm going to check up that quote as well because that's, uh, yeah, perfect. Mark Twain, yeah. Yeah, I've been to some hard places in my life, bad places, Amazing. and a lot of them weren't even Okay, good. last question. Yeah. Okay, what one small thing brings you instant joy uh, and one which you think people might be overlooking in their lives? And I, I mean this could be absolutely anything. Uh, it could be, you know, just experiencing a little bit of sun on your face. It could be grass, you know, walking on the grass in the morning, anything at all, but instant joy that makes that smile happen on your face. And, you know, you feel it deep down inside. So again, this might sound quite cheesy, but up there with family time. Okay. Is what gives me a lot of happiness is actually that feeling I get from exercise. And that is why I chase it. A lot of people don't enjoy training. I say this to clients, that's fine, but you want that feeling. Like I love that high. I want that chemical high. Okay. And so I place such a high value on it that I'm quite selfish. Like it's like my dad lives with us now. My dad goes out for his cigarette. Okay. And I say to my dad, me training is like you going for your cigarette. Mm. Like I fucking need it. And when I train and when I get that high, I'm a better business person. I'm a better partner. I'm a better dad. I'm calmer. I can deal with stress. Like I've had times again in my life where you're overwhelmed and then you just turn off your phone for an hour, go and exercise. And afterwards you can just compute everything that much easier. So, um, 
it's making exercise a priority, which gives me happiness. And it might some people go, oh, well, you know, you know, what about being outdoors? Well, that can be a combination of that. That can be a combination. But if I'm looking for a happiness hit, I'm fucking exercising. Absolutely perfect, mate. Um, out of those three there, now, what, what do you want me to apply? Well, I think that you're already a man of value, mate, aren't you? And you already make exercise a priority. Um, maybe it can be okay. some of the affirmations right. I use. And, okay, what I want you to do with this, though, okay. is you've, you've got to um, make sure I'm doing this. Okay, this, this is... Uh, yep. I'll WhatsApp you. I'm going to send you a voicemail. So basically, you can say, I love this life and I love this game. And I'm so grateful for it. Thank you, thank you. I thank love this you. life I love and I love this, this game. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I love this game. So, yeah. I love this life and I love this right. game. Thank you, this, thank you, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be held accountable to this. So I'm, I'm going to do my best over the next 52 weeks to use this yeah. every single day. Now, you, you're seeing me. You're seeing me yeah. before day one. Day one is the first of June when the first podcast goes live, right? I've got, I've got 12 yeah, yeah. recordings Excellent. now over the next two weeks to complete. So yours is the first, and I'm going to start applying that today. Yeah. All right, mate? Brilliant. You do love this yeah, life thank you, and you thank love you, this you. game, don't you, anyway? Yeah. Tell the universe even more, mate. <laughs> tell the universe. Mate, I, I will. And I, I just want to thank you for, for, for being uh, the first guest here and, and just for really, you know, opening up honestly and, and telling people what you're about. And, you know, it, it's opened my eyes knowing, knowing you as well, mate. Uh, you know, there, there's things that I wanted to ask that I, I've never been able to ask. And now, I've, now I can see where you come from if that makes sense um and and that that's just a yeah, beautiful yeah. thing mate and i i really really I, I appreciate that from from my heart man no mate i'm grateful for you having me on mate it's like i said to you it's like it's lovely to just sit back and be uh, interviewed and i'm really i want to get this out there get it on the platforms i think it's going to give a lot of value for a lot of guys and it's like i said i'm into the story um those that know me well know I'm quite a spiritual guy, but you know, a lot of guys just know me for kettlebells and bubbling yeah. and, you know, trying to be an MC and getting lads fit. So they're going to see a, a, a different side to me. And I often say, I don't, I don't try to put that in people's faces, but I think once they get to know, like, and trust me, they're like quite open to it. You know, I've done stuff in the past on law of attraction and visualization, and there are people that are open to it, but I don't, I don't ram it down people's throats. Thanks. Thank yeah. you so much, mate. My absolute pleasure, mate. I really hope this gives some value. Grateful to be the first guy. I, really love this game, I just love it. Right, we'll, we'll hook up right in the next uh, in the next two or three weeks, just for just for a quick chat and a catch up, even if it's on on Insta Live or something. Let's do it, yeah, and then when we can when we can meet for coffee, we can yeah, whatever you want to do, mate. I really appreciate it. So I'll put some stuff on my stories now. You do the same, and let's as David Brent would do. All right. Yes. All right. Nice one, mate. Really Thanks, buddy. I'll see you soon. Cheers, buddy. So that's it. Gratitude must now become my first new habit. I'll practice daily using positive affirmations and gratitude for each day. I'll note all of these affirmations through the blog, theonethingappliedpodcast.com. You can find the full 100-minute discussion that myself and Mark had, as well as a transcript of the conversation. Information about Mark and 30-plus men's fitness can be found there. I want to thank him for his time and his honesty. I want to also give thanks to Zwolf, a.k.a. Tom Raybol, for the intro music. You can find more about Tom at underscore Zwolf underscore on Twitter and at TomRaybol.com on the World Wide Web. Join the discussion on Instagram at One Thing Applied and also on SoundCloud. You can find a link through the website as well. You've been listening to the One Thing Applied podcast with me, Matt.